0: Okay, uh, episode fifty-six. Phil, take us in.
1: Confucius say, hey, "Can you fucking
0: believe it?" It is a obviously a question for the universe and for <laughs> philosophers everywhere. I know. Can you fucking believe it? I don't know. The I, ultimate rhetorical ex- question. Exactly. And here we have um, Tom Savini and Phil coming to you <laughs> from uh, Sister Gloria Studios. Oh yes. In. Uh, the glorious uh, city of Littleton, Colorado. Yay. Yay. <laughs> that was enthusiastic. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and what it. do we
1: do on this show, sir? We
0: review movies. And you know what? We also try to crack each other up, which we've been doing a very good job of off the, the air, which is too bad because, you know, I think that our... You fuckers missed it. <laughs> you fuckers? Yeah, you fuckers. What were you doing? Come on, pay attention. I know. Right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, Phil told know. me. Phil told me earlier when um, we were getting together for the podcast that I somehow have morphed into Tom Savini, which which it's, is fine with me.
1: It's amazing. I know it's weird, right? Likenesses.
0: I know. I I've, startling. <laughs> I've uh, I will not post a picture on on, <laughs> the, on the Facebook page or anything like that. But take my word for it; it's true. Okay. I actually have. I've turned into sex machine. Uh, ladies, ah. Ah. okay, fine. So you what got we a
1: g- gun behind <laughs> your codpiece ah! and, uh,
0: <laughs> That was the worst. That was so dumb. <laughs> and if anybody is lost here, uh, watch from, from Dust Done. To- oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Spider. Did you
1: want to see that movie? Huh?
0: Jeez. All right, we got a we got a uh, heckler here. <laughs> He's like, "You guys suck. Talk about something better." Talk about me. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, so I think the big one this week has got to be <clears throat> Prometheus.
1: Prometheus
0: Prometheus. Prometheus. <laughs> which uh this may this review is probably a little late considering it's been not. out. Well, it's been out for like what? Two weeks? Two three weeks. weeks. Oh well, okay, two, two weeks.
1: Two weeks, two weeks. You sound like a parakeet. <laughs> What's that from, sir? What's that from, you
0: people out there? <laughs> That's the trivia question for this week, apparently. Because I don't know, so tell me. Send it to kenu Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're off the rails already. Which I think How that we many should. Episodes
1: re- start off with that. We're off the rails already. We're always off the rails. A lot, and we're you know not what? off the rails when we think we're off the rails.
0: We're, you know, what this this podcast should be retitled "Off the Rails Already," but. You're stuck with it. Can you fucking believe it? You're stuck with it. That's it. Wow. Okay. Amos, out. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Right? You people just want to hear from me. It feels like, all right, I finally got rid of that fucking anchor around my leg. (laughs) Now I can reach for the (laughs) dust. Phil, I would rather not have tea come up through my nose. Thank (laughs) you very much. Yes, you would. Oh, I probably would. It would be a funny thing to do on an audio podcast. Anyway, okay, big so, one. Let's know, start off with a bang.
1: This week we've we've actually seen a few movies together.
0: People. Oh my god,
1: we got a little coordinated in the 18 weeks it's been. Since <laughs> right? We last recorded.
0: <laughs> I know this is, and you know what? When we started this podcast, we we're like every week uh, on the day, whatever, and that didn't exactly right. uh, hold up, exactly. but. You're still getting the the can you fucking believe it goodness. So stop complaining people. Exactly. All right. You so, can fucking believe. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? When you hear <laughs> that when you see there's a new one that pops up on your iTunes and you go, "I can't fucking believe it." It's like there you go, right? That's what we're talking about. Exactly. All right. So anyway, I think we're going to start off with a bang. We're going to go with Prometheus. Prometheus. Yes. yes. The thinking man summer movie.
1: Indeed. sir.
0: um And what
1: is this picture called, Prometheus, for the not-in-the-know?
0: In-the-know. Okay, let's see. It is a quasi-prequel, is the best way I can describe it, to Alien. Yes. Which um, Ridley Scott swore up and down was not a prequel to Alien, but in a way is, in a way is not. It's... it's not very defined as well, to I, what it really is.
1: I think, I mean, uh, the 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 way I heard it for, uh, in a quote from him was, you know what, we've tried to do our own thing on this picture. If you want to see it as a prequel to Alien,
0: it's in there. And if you don't, it's a
1: standalone picture.
0: Right, but see, that's sort of a cop-out to me. Uh, and, and this is something I actually did after seeing it. I did sort of have a little bit of a problem with It's a cop-out because... It's sort of like, it is a prequel to Alien, in a way. In a way, it's not. Um, it's Well, sort of... because it's set, it's simply
1: set in
0: the same universe, but the actual, you know, xenomorph doesn't show up. Right, but see, the thing is, though, is that, it's like, here's where I had a, an issue with the movie, is that, okay, you, you have this iconic Alien, you know, uh, movie right that he made whatever however many years ago uh-huh. uh and um you have the same imagery in a lot of it you have the you know with the big ship that's shaped like a half moon or whatever, sure, whatever. um horseshoe yeah you know whatever but um
1: uh-huh
0: it's like he half asked it he goes well okay you know it's the same universe but it's not the same thing and it's like well why not make it the same, the because same thing? That's,
1: that's what the project started out as. It's like a straight prequel to Alien, you know, blah blah blah. But he thought it would be more interesting to do this. And yeah, but wh- wh-
0: why? Why would it be more interesting to do it that way? Because he's the artist. <laughs> okay, Phil. Look,
1: you know what? I'm not like
0: attacking the anything.
1: Get me words, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you be, I do not appreciate it. You should be Ridley Scott's like press agent or something. <laughs> hey, fuck you! What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, this is Ridley Scott we're talking about here. Who the fuck are you? Exactly. But no, I mean honestly, I. I ass fucking podcaster, <laughs> uh, right? Shove it up you, your ass! You think you're cool because you're on. Come the
1: out in... here, the fucking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think you're cool because you're on the interwebs? <laughs> um, that's me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that that might be an amalgamation of you and. Charlie, maybe. Exactly. But anyway, exactly. Yeah. um, I actually I, I liked the movie, but I think that uh getting a little further away from it in time.
1: Mm.
0: Wow, we're getting all metaphysical up in here. It's like the source of words up in here. Uh-huh. Anyway, oh god. I didn't just say that, did I? Yes. We'll you did. edit that out. Anyway, um getting a little further away from it, I think I liked it a little less. The more I think about it.
1: I've heard the same thing from other people. It is not the true same with me. I don't think I like it. <laughs> I liked it when I saw it. I still like it today. Yeah, you know. And I acknowledge its flaws, you know. Some of the things aren't directly, you know, like, hey, those guys. Those guys going to die, you know. But right. most horror movies you can.
0: Oh, sure. I mean, everybody has, you know, not everybody, but most people in a horror movie, most people die. That's just the way it is. Uh-huh. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. But there were certain things that I I didn't really get, like uh, what the choices were. Uh-huh. Okay, for example, and this is just...
1: Without giving away spoilers.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I'm, we're not going to spoil it. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. But by now, anybody that wants to see it probably has. So if there are minor spoilers, I apologize, but I'm going to try not to. Um, Charlize Theron. Uh-huh. She was sort of the quote unquote bad guy uh eventually, which I didn't really see her as the bad guy. Like I thought, okay, she had her own motivations and what she was doing. i I didn't really see why she was sort of treated as the quote unquote bad guy because you know, I mean I, I just didn't see her that way in that movie. it's It's almost like just the fact that there were aliens wasn't enough to say okay this is the bad guy you had to have a human character who was the bad guy you know what well, I mean? right but <clears throat>
1: what is she the embodiment she and well yeah, uh, like the, the other corporation character, yeah exactly the other character who is a secret for most of the movie um uh they are the embodiment of the corporation and that is a theme in the alien movies with it is with all of them with Sure, but I think that in it sends them to the planet in the first place in the first Alien. Paul Riser plays a sure. bag. and uh, Lance Henriksen shows up at the end of Alien Cubed.
0: Right, yeah, and I get that. I mean, I understand that. Like, there's this. It's sort of like Rage Against the Machine type of thing. But is it? it? I don't understand that reference. <laughs> not the band, like the the idea of like okay, there's this big corporation that's that's uh, you know. Sort of, we don't care about you as people. We're just going to send you out there to die. If you die, then we don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But, the thing about it is, is it like, um... Charlize Theron, to me, her motivations were not evil. They were just sort of different. And also... I don't think that's
1: true at all. You don't think so? And for reasons I can't say here, maybe we'll discuss it during the smoke break, but... but- her reason for being there is pretty clearly stated, and it's not a good one. At least it was in my mind. Well, um, and her reason for being there had to do with wanting to see the uh, you-know-who mm-hmm. no longer be around. You think so? Yeah.
0: I didn't get that. I like, did. I didn't think that she was, like, wanting to, like, wipe him out or something. I, see, I this is... She... This is... This movie, for all its flaws... Sparks a debate, and that's what you kind of are going for with yeah. the movie, you know. It's least just, a movie it,
1: like this, for sure. It's like... It's not a, Transformers, let's just say Yeah, that. you
0: know, Transformers, good. Decepticons, bad. Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never really saw her as, like... I mean, yeah, she was, like, this hard-ass, and she, you know, she, she was, like, the badass or whatever. But uh, I never really saw her as, like, evil or... I don't know. I, I don't know that she was evil, but she was driven.
1: No. Yeah, right. and she, and she fills out a spacesuit. Oh, yeah, let me yeah. tell you. And she was cold as shit. I do agree that kind of her death was a little bit uh, ignominious for the.
0: Yeah. Movie. Maybe I, I could
1: just. Give yeah. It a spoiler, but anyway. No, it,
0: it that's not a spoiler. I mean, you know, all these movies, only one or two people live anyway. Correct. So it's not a spoiler to say that she died. Charlie's so turn dies. Spoiler, um, but. Uh, <laughs> I just, I guess that maybe what I sort of had a problem with with this movie was that, and, and it, you know, it sounds, it sounds so far like my only, like my problem was Charlie's Theron, which is not. But I think that the problem that I had with this movie was that it didn't really seem to know what it wanted to be. It's, it was a, it, I mean, visually, it was stunning, and honestly, that was one of the few movies I've ever seen that I actually sort of wish that I saw in three D, because it was visually amazing. Yeah, and um, and the first part, like that that first scene where the uh, the cyborg or the, the robot or whatever, um, which one? Uh, the very first scene, or, yeah, yeah. or Michael Fast, Michael Fassbender. I was trying to remember his name. Uh, where he's uh, running around uh, playing basketball and whatever, mm-hmm. that was just amazing to me because it's like, just take your time and make this like you know this this atmospheric you know this guy he all the the humans are in whatever stasis or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, I was like this is this is like this is what I was looking for <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and then it got really like confused in the first or in the like the second two-thirds of the movie, I think. In my opinion, I and I know you're going to disagree, but in my I opinion, it, it got like... Okay, for one thing, the people, the the scientists and whatever, they're fucking retards! Okay? Like, you go to a planet that's an alien planet, and you go, oh, there's there's air shooting out of the ground. Let's just take our helmets off. Because, you know, there's no, there's no chance of, um, you know, uh, viruses or uh, you know, aliens or anything like that. <clears throat> we'll just take our protective helmets off just because, you know, it's easier to breathe a little bit. That was retarded to me. Hmm. And then, basically there is no chain of command at all in this whole mission. Supposedly this is like the, the, the mission that's going to redeem uh, humanity and we're going to find where we came from and all this stuff, right? Well, these guys, these scientists, are like, well, we're just gonna do whatever the hell we feel like. Uh, the captain said, "Come back to the ship," but hell, the hell with you, blah blah blah. It was like it was just chaos, and I don't, I don't buy that. I just, I wish that there was a little bit more um, grounding in a way, hmm. because even in Aliens, there was like the guy who was in charge, and they right. would listen to him. But in this one, everybody's like, well, fuck you. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want to, even though I knew that I was coming out to this alien planet, and then I'm just going to play with the little uh, tar snake thingy. It's cute. Ah, it's got my face. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do
1: know what you mean. I I don't buy that as an argument. I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think for me... Yeah, the situation and the characters. Phil, Phil, you don't
0: you don't have to qualify this. This is a podcast. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: the the situation and the characters and the way in which they're developed and the context in which they're in which they're placed uh, explains their behavior.
0: Well, it does in a way, but at the same time, like I mean, what I had a problem with was that, like, look, I don't disagree with the way that they reacted to certain things. Uh Like, I think that people would react in a certain way to certain things right sure but my problem was is that basically they said okay you're gonna be in uh you know uh hyper sleep or whatever they call it Mm. stasis for two and a half years you're gonna go way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere in in the universe but we're not really telling you why you just sign up and hey hope for the best and so i just i was like And then the one guy's like, well, I'm just here to do geology, and that's it, and fuck you guys, I'm staying where I'm at, and all this stuff. And it was sort of like, well, isn't there any kind of, like, command structure here at all?
1: No, well, but he rejected the command structure, because if you remember, the instructions from Mr. Whalen were that, uh, what's-her-name was in charge of the mission.
0: The girl with the dragon tattoo?
1: Correct, Numi. But uh, he, that guy completely rejected because he rejected her proposition for why they were there. Charlize rejected it because she was who she was. Right. Uh, you know, the captain of the ship was the captain of the ship, and he was just...
0: He was cool. I liked him a lot. <laughs> he was like I honestly think that he was probably my favorite character in that movie. Yeah. He was cool. Um, and then, plus, I love that scene where Charlize is like, my cabin 15 minutes i was like <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> but um i think that the the reason that i had a problem with the whole like structure of the the uh i don't know what you would say like the the hierarchy of the the ship or whatever was that it just immediately fell apart it sure. was sort of like These guys were on this super important mission. They spent a trillion dollars, which was quoted in the movie, so that's not a spoiler. Sure. Um, They spent a trillion dollars to come out there, and immediately, the whole thing fell apart. And not to say that that may not happen, but, I mean, come on.
1: Well, but it's also, I mean, think about it. Is a command, a functioning command structure, like, outside of maybe the first alien... It's kind of a theme to have a fuck up in your command structure that, that, yeah, maybe that is not resolved. Because in Aliens, you have that the the idiot who, you know, fumbles his way through and doesn't get it when oh they're all dying and blah blah blah. Right. Um. You know, and I mean, in Alien Three, the the the
0: head of the prison is
1: killed like
0: first. Right. Well, here's the thing though, is that with that argument stated is this an alien movie or not
1: it's in the same thing
0: yeah okay i mean i get that like okay it has what was the the quote that i read it has the same dna structure as an alien correct okay fine but i think that's waffling a little bit because Uh,
1: i don't get that i don't get it i mean because I, I, i don't know why you can't just look at the movie and take it as a movie
0: i do I take it I as mean, if it, its own if it movie. Didn't, if it
1: didn't give you what you wanted, then say that. But I, I don't think that no. it interferes with what the
0: movie is. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it interferes with what the movie is. Uh. But it's always like a, sort of a thought in my head is like, okay,
1: okay, Amos, what did you want from the
0: movie? What I wanted from this movie, to be honest with uh-huh. you, is I wanted a, uh, I wanted an alien prequel, which, which means what to you is what I'm getting at. Which is okay in alien, right uh-huh. there was this this iconic shot of this crashed ship with all the eggs and everything else, uh-huh. and I would and one of the thing that one of the things that makes alien great uh-huh. is that that shot you go, what happened there? like uh-huh. I want to know what happened there, and they don't explain it, which is a perfect like point of that movie, right, because you always want to know,
1: uh-huh.
0: But, in this movie, they kind of say, well, we'll sort of tell you, but not really. And it's like, I just, I wanted to know. Like, I wanted to see what happened before that. Uh-huh. And this movie kind of went, well, you know, we're going to kind of half-ass it with, like, it's sort of in the same vein, but not really. It's, eh, whatever. You know, you can go on either side. That's what I had a problem with because if you're going to make an Alien prequel, make an Alien prequel. If you're not, then don't. I think don't. they
1: did. I think they took uh, the ideas of an Alien prequel and did it about as well as you could. I don't know. I, you know, for me, I don't know what the hell the story would be without being one of the movies that's already been done. Well, you th- know, of an Alien prequel, I, I don't think that movie's been done. With the prequel version. I think in order to get to a place like you want, you'd end up with, like, aliens.
0: No, not really. Because what I wanted to know was, like, okay, you have this big... Like, in Alien, uh-huh. you have this big crash ship. You have all these eggs that are, like, you know, uh-huh. on the floor, whatever. Um, I want to know... What happened before that? Like where this big ship came from? Where what all these learned. eggs came from? Whatever. Well, sort of though. See, that's the thing. Sort of, not really. No, you did. Okay, I don't know. I just was like, I was thinking, all right, pick, pick your route on this movie, and they never really did.
1: I don't. I don't get that. I just. I, I don't. I don't I, um, perhaps I'm just not getting what you're meaning because to me, I think it went, uh, Prometheus gets to where it wants to go, and it explains a few things, and it's not going to explain all of them.
0: Well, I don't expect it to answer every single question I ever had about the alien, like, universe. Right. But, what I really would have liked is, like, is for Ridley Scott to say, look, we did Alien way back whenever it was, and we had this, and honestly, that's a, like, a iconic like shot or sequence where there's this big ship there's this dude crashed in it whatever uh-huh. and yes the guy in the driver's seat you know was sort of explained i get that yeah. that's not that i i had no and the
1: ship was explained huh? right
0: right but they changed it enough to be like well this really isn't aliens this is like sort of a a that's, prototype that's, or something
1: that uh, is always one of the things that annoys me the most. <laughs> it's like saying, uh, oh "Well, but there's such there's stuff in this comic book that's so good, and they did it differently in the movie, and I really wanted to be exactly like this." No, well, I, sorry. No, I know. He and it's going to be a little different.
0: I don't. I I'm not arguing with you on that point at all because I know what you're saying. But my point is, is that. It almost seemed like they went out of their way to make the aliens uh-huh. that are attacking all the scientists and stuff um, as different as they could, because they didn't want it to be known as just the alien prequel. Okay, so like the little snake thing that comes out of the mud or whatever it is, it, it didn't.
1: Well, but I see here. To me, what are they evolving like, like
0: in I- like fifteen minutes?
1: Yes. Okay, but that's not what aliens <laughs> is. Are, okay, uh, you know, we we can't actually discuss about what it was, but you know what it was. I think and so. And because of what it was, who knows what it can
0: do? It's I an alien, know.
1: Dis- you know. But you can't be six different things at one time. It's science fiction, I think. Uh, yeah. um,
0: All right. But I will say this, and you know what? We could argue about this for an hour, <laughs> which we probably will, but... I will say this, the scene, and I know that anybody who's seen it will know what I'm talking about. The scene toward the middle of the movie, the surgery scene, holy (laughs) fuckballs. Oh my god.
1: I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, um, whilst uh, wandering around downtown, and he was like, what did you think of that scene, because... Like I got a little lightheaded and I had to like lay down in the theater. Oh my <laughs> god. I
0: remember turning to you in that scene going, I'm not sure I can really handle this. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. I was just like, this is awful. Oh my god. <laughs> it was
1: awesome. I it was know.
0: great. It was like, if you want to see an affecting scene, yeah. watch that scene. <laughs> and anybody who's seen it knows what I'm talking about. Anybody who hasn't seen it, Holy crap! Hold on to your, you know, you know, <laughs> your, your armrest. Yes. But wow, I remember turning to you during that scene, uh-huh. going like right in the middle of it, going, "Whoa, this is <laughs> this! Oh my god, I'm not sure I can really take this." Yeah. Oh,
1: I I mean here my, my summa, summation on my opinion of this picture is that uh, I'm aware of its of its flaws, and there are a few. But for me, the the benefits outweigh the negatives and I continue to like the movie. I think it's spectacularly well done, well acted, blah, blah, blah. The
0: actors were really good in this movie. They, honestly, they, they really were. I mean, top to bottom, I think that most of the actors, well, all of the actors did a great job in mm-hmm. this movie. So I have no complaints in that department at all. I think that the complaints that I have about this movie are either... um sort of uh cerebral when it comes to what is it or also there were certain plot points that i didn't really get or whatever like okay one of the plot points i didn't really get was okay so there was the two guys that were like the co-pilots right there was the captain and then there was co-pilots there was the asian guy and the other guy right um they basically said, oh, sure, we're going to die. That's cool. Even though they really had nothing to do with any of the movie up to that point. And I was like, well, <laughs> you know, that doesn't really seem like somebody who would... That it's... was my most sour note in that picture
1: was that that scene was like one of the most cliched scenes you can get in a picture.
0: Right, where oh we're all going down with the ship and all this stuff. But it's like... What? These guys had nothing to do with it. They were just sitting there the whole time.
1: What? You are giving away the fucking movie. No, I'm not.
0: Really? Whatever. What? If you haven't seen it and you've, you're listening to this, uh, I'm Amos sorry. Amos says, "Fuck you." Yes. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> Spider said, "Fuck you," though. A movie two weeks old. You don't talk about. <laughs> okay, fine. But I just didn't buy it. it I did. Silly. That's why. Well, and the thing is, too, is it's like, I think that we're, maybe we're assigning too much importance to a sci-fi movie that came out in the summertime and was like this big, uh, you know, extravaganza of visuals and all that stuff.
1: Hmm.
0: One thing also, and then we Will say this, and this is not in any way a spoiler. Huh. Okay. So, Phil, get off my case. <laughs> but when, uh, Michael Fassbender was looking at the uh, 3D map. Uh-huh. He was, like, enraptured. And I'm going, wait a minute. This is, um, this is, like, a cyborg who has, like, seen people's dreams and stuff like that. And he acts as if he met Santa Claus or something. And I was going, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that he would react that way, really. It was, it was odd.
1: I don't, th- I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. I think, I think, uh, in most of that movie, his his reactions to almost everything were kind of childlike.
0: Sort of. I, I maybe. I
1: don't so know. So I, I, you know, to me, it didn't ring false with the character. Because he it acted did to like a, a big child who didn't understand his strength, or is it
0: right. necessarily all the stuff he was doing? He just did it. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it to me it, it was a little out of because throughout the whole movie he was sort of like uh, very um, in control and like yes, sir, I know exactly what you're talking about and all this stuff. It, it it came across as a little odd, mm. but that's that's splitting hairs, I think.
1: Yes, it is.
0: And I would have loved to see that that scene in 3D. <laughs> Seriously, that yeah. would have been awesome in 3D, I'm which sure. we didn't see it in 3D, but it would have been fantastic, I'm sure.
1: I kind of hate it.
0: I do, too. Especially considering I have to put it on over my regular glasses. <laughs> that's so annoying. Get some context. Eh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, so man, we, we've, gotta we, move on. we've been discussing Prometheus for like half an hour now. That's wow. correct. Um, the last thing I will say is that Prometheus, I think, um, flaws and all, the fact that it has just it has sort of created uh, discussion mm. and opinion and all that stuff. It did what it should have done. Which was a movie that you actually think about. Right. Whereas oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know. I, you see I the hope more...
1: you don't come out of this movie going, it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Like you go. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like, okay. You, you come out of uh, Transformers and go, eh, you know, things blowing up. And it's like with this movie, either even if you don't like it necessarily, you think about it. Right. And that is, to me, one of the best ways to make a movie is that, you know, you think about it and you actually sort of analyze it and all that stuff. And even if it even if you decide that, you know, you didn't like it so much, well fine. At least you've thought about it. <laughs> at least yeah. it got your brain working a little.
1: Yeah, yeah. The hamster was moving.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh Prometheus, I'm not totally sure what I think about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, like I told uh,
1: Disembodio
0: at the time, uh, as
1: we were on our way home after the movie, I was like, that is probably a movie that deserves to be seen Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. In fact, I think that if, uh, if you have sort of doubts whether you think it's good or bad, watch it again. And I haven't watched it again, mm-hmm. but I will. Yeah. And I will then say... Whether or not my opinions that I stated here are valid, or it was just a knee jerk reaction, or whatever. So, but like I said, kudos to uh, to uh, everybody involved because you actually thought about the movie. You don't (laughs) think about Transformers. You don't think about um, you know the Rock or whatever. Right. So good for them. You know. Bravo to it. Bravo! Okay, so now that we're 32 minutes into (laughs) Prometheus, let's do another movie.
1: Alright! Um, well, sir, did you have anything you wanted to talk about?
0: Uh, well, I saw 21 Jump Street.
1: Oh my goodness. You watch Channing Tatum movies? (laughs) You know, I, I can't say anything because I've got a Channing Tatum movie that I saw this week too. Or this month.
0: Oh, yeah? If the case Yeah, movie. whatever it is, right?
1: <laughs> Yes. Uh, I should hope a better one than the one
0: watch. watched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you seen 21 Jump Street, Phil? No. Okay. Well, I, kind then. Of, I kind of hate both of those people. So really?
1: I, well, I know I hate Jonah Hill, and I'm always kind of on the fence about Channing Tatum.
0: Okay, well, go ahead. You've built it up now. we got to you know, pay off. Come on, 21 Jump Street. Bill. Okay, 21 Jump Street. Um. I saw the promos for all, for this movie, yes. and I was like, why are they making a 21 Jump Street movie? Like, why are they calling it 21 Jump Street when it's sort of, you could call it anything you want. Right. You know, it's just two guys that are cops that are going undercover, right? It's
1: not even a team. A ragtag bunch.
0: Exactly. There's no Johnny <laughs> Depp. There's a, whatever. But actually... Richard Greenfield. Oh, God. Was he... Oh, yeah, you're right. Richard Grieco. Wow. Richard Grieco,
1: Johnny Depp, uh, Dom DeLuise's kid.
0: Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: a couple of girls. The
0: rotund DeLuise. Yeah. oh. <laughs> anyway, this movie was actually very funny. This is what I've heard. I just don't believe it. It's true. I didn't believe it either. <laughs> I watched this movie, and it was actually very funny. It was um, self-aware. Uh-huh. Enough to say that, you know, we know that we're making this sort of 21 Jump Street movie. Uh-huh. And it's ridiculous. Yes. Uh, but it was actually funny. Uh-huh. And Channing Tatum, I will say this, I have never thought this before, but he also is self-aware enough to be very funny. Uh, Jonah Hill is sort of doing Jonah Hill, right? right. But Channing Tatum actually realizes, like, look, I'm kind of this ridiculous guy. I mean, I'm really good looking. I'm, you know, a big buff guy, whatever. But he is actually very funny. He was the redeeming factor in this movie. Huh. And, you know, like I said, you won't believe it just listening to me. But he is actually very funny in this movie. And also, (laughs) Ice Cube is very funny in this movie yeah who as the uh the chief or whatever and he goes <laughs> at one point he says oh yeah I know it's a cliche I'm a black man and I'm angry and I'm the chief but you know what I am the chief and I'm black and I'm angry and like they totally uh recognize or they give uh they they see all these clichés and they recognize them, and Mm. they just call them out Uh and it's actually a really funny movie i would i would actually recommend this movie a lot because it i don't think that it sort of got the recognition that it should have being that it's as self-aware as it is
1: well me and comedies is uh never a good mix
0: yeah you're very harsh on comedies
1: well especially stupid
0: but it's not stupid. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it is stupid but I've, in I've certain ways. I've heard the same
1: thing about The Hangover. Like, it's not stupid. It's not funny. I'm like, yeah, it's stupid.
0: What is stupid? I mean, comedy has a lot of stupidity sort of built in. Uh,
1: uh, 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 uh. Well,
0: I depending mean, on what you're talking about.
1: Well, I mean, you can go. Okay, so for me, like the you know, you've got your. You know, my all-time favorite comedy is Moon Over Parador. No, no uh. no holds barred. It's an intelligent, funny comedy. Sure. Um, And my second favorite comedy of all time
0: is The Naked Gun. Yeah, but that's not stupid? No, we're near stupid. Weirdo Yankovic is on that
1: plane. <laughs> funny shit. They've thought about every joke, and every joke is a little fucking gem. You cannot say that about most movies.
0: You're right. I'm joking now. Maybe you should put that back in the bag. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, there are intelligent comedies, there are stupid comedies, there are comedies that are somewhere in the middle.
1: Uh, I don't know. For me, it, you know, there there's a difference uh, in. For me, in having a gag, that works in every way, from timing to visuals to whatever, like. Like having uh, Drebin walking through the sidewalk and, or, and you just see his feet on the sidewalk with the, with the voiceover going. And all of a sudden he's reached the end of the sidewalk he's like, and where the hell am I? Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're like, wow, that's perfect. It's, right. It's done great. But then there's, you know, Zach Galifianakis pissing as he sees the tiger in the fucking bathroom. That to me ain't funny. It's got no timing. It's got no. It's just a sight gag. It's him pissing. Great. Sure.
0: Well, I I understand exactly what you mean. I really do, but I think that, um, uh, in this movie, I was uh, w- specific to this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that it was actually, uh, I thought it was, and as much as it, you may sort of get on me about this, it was actually well written enough. Where they sort of realized, okay, look, this is 21 Jump Street. Mm. We're never going to actually get to uh, like this point where there's this whole team, like the mod squad or something. Mm. Um, And we're going to put these two guys in high school or whatever. And they go, this is a semi ridiculous premise. Sure. Um, Semi. Well, yeah, mostly ridiculous. (laughs) It's an old Fox TV show, right? that but but it actually they they figured out a way to make it funny, and and to me, I was like, okay, cool. You know, if you make it funny, even if it's kind of dumb, fine, it's funny. You know, yeah. Uh, And I actually was surprised because I thought that it would just be this really stupid, like you know. Jonah Hill movie. Well, and Jonah Hill I actually <laughs> but here's the thing. Um I actually liked as much as I hate to say this mm. I like Channing Channing Tatum much more than I liked uh Jonah Hill in what this movie. And uh he he really got the fact like I could tell that as he's acting in this movie he got. He's like, Okay, fine. I'm this, you know, uh big, studly dude, whatever, and I, I'm going to, like, kind of make fun of that or whatever, and he did, and he had, like, he knew it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's cool to me, because it's like, you know, there's very few actors that would really sort of say, well, I'm going to make fun of myself a little bit, or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, some guys try to do it, but can't do it, yeah. and some guys don't want to ever do it, But I actually recommend this movie. I think it's funny. It really is. I was surprised. A couple
1: years when it shows up at the top of my fucking oh come on, five hundred you know long Netflix queue.
0: Maybe I'll it. Oh, it's better than that, Phil. Really, it is. It really is. I like this movie. (laughs) Jeez, (laughs) Phil's getting dismissive already.
1: (laughs) It's twenty one Jump Street. It starts handing Tatum and Jonah Hill. These are not.
0: It's funny, that, Phil. Which
1: I enjoy, so.
0: It's funny, Phil. It's at
1: the bottom of the list.
0: All right, fine. It's funny, people. <laughs> um, all right. I think we're going to do a smoke break real quick, and then we'll come back, and Phil will assault you in the ear holes with all his various uh, uh, movies that we've seen, or he's seen. Smart people movies. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> all right. Smoke break over. Needs her. Yes. Um... I didn't have a good intro for that, but okay. <laughs>
1: Haven't thought about that. Much. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I sort of uh, skipped on my duties there. Um, <laughs> okay, Phil, no, take sir. over. I'm.
1: <laughs> well, so okay, so my Channing Tatum movie was Haywire.
0: Oof. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. There
0: goes there you uh...
1: Um, but no, my my Channing Tatum movie was Haywire with. Uh, Whatever that MMA
0: chick's name is, Carla something or other. Um, which I've I haven't seen, but I've heard that she is like the most wooden actor in the entire world. She ain't great. Yeah, <laughs> she's no Meryl Streep. <laughs> well, who is?
1: Um, but uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's her and Michael Fassbender and Channing Tatum and Michael Douglas and Antonio Banderas and Bill Paxton
0: and. Bill uh, Paxton is in this? Yes. Oh my lord, I love him. No, I don't. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Bill Paxton.
1: Um it's directed by uh what's his name? <laughs> Steven,
0: <laughs> Steven Soderbergh. What's his name? Uh, yeah. You know, good old what's his name. Exactly.
1: Um Steven Soderbergh and uh, it's like his action movie. He's never done an action movie before, and this sure. is his
0: action picture. Sure.
1: And uh it's clinical, as every Steven Soderberg picture is. But
0: does that translate to an action movie? I
1: don't think so. It did in this case. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. okay. And, and,
0: Proceed.
1: <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. It's it's a straightforward, you know, B from A to B movie. There's there's not a lot of wishy washy stuff, just like his movie that came out like a month before this, Contagion. Right. They're both straightforward, straight story. You know, this is an outbreak and this is a spy thriller and you know, that's it. Sure. There's not a lot of wishy washy
0: character
1: development.
0: Right. Shit. Fucking feelings are for pussies.
1: Exactly. Um, but uh but
0: <laughs> Ask that MMA chick.
1: <laughs> it's thoroughly enjoyable, beautifully shot, you know. I, I got I got not much to say about it except to say I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it.
0: You know, that's funny because like the reviews that I've heard of it uh-huh. uh, were sort of generally bad yeah but um you know hey uh that doesn't mean it's not something that uh you you or me or whoever would enjoy i mean i don't know
1: yeah that's always i mean that's that's one of the 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 key things is is yes almost every movie you're gonna watch has a flaw here there or two or five or ten but it doesn't mean that me as a person doesn't isn't going to like it despite the flaws. We were just oh, talking about that Phil, with Prometheus. Yeah, yeah.
0: The thing is, Phil, is that we both enjoy movies that have definite flaws. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I mean, honestly, every movie has a flaw. Like, if you if, <laughs> yeah. if you, you could pick out any movie right. and say that, oh, well, here's the flaw. But if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. Fine. Right, exactly. Whatever. Right. Like,
1: in, in this movie... If you people can tell me Michael Douglas's motivation to do anything in this movie, I will give you five dollars. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like he he comes on in one scene and you think he's one way, and he comes on the next scene and you think he's the other, and you're like, "What the fuck?
0: Yeah, well, what is yeah. this
1: guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the hell?" Yeah, no, I mean, I I totally know what you mean because, you know, again, you know, there you don't have to necessarily. Uh, Analyze a movie to death to enjoy it. Fine. You know. And apparently this girl kicks complete ass in this movie. Yes, yeah, she does. Complete ass. <laughs> not just partial ass. Exactly. <laughs> you know, she's not the prettiest chick. And she ain't the
1: best uh, actress.
0: But she does alright. You know what I've heard? And, and the, correct me if I'm wrong. But I've heard that in that movie, her lines were actually eighty uh, yard. By somebody else because, like, she didn't talk uh, intelligibly in the movie? I
1: doubt that that's
0: true. Okay. I don't know. I mean... Um,
1: Having seen it, I think that would be very hard. Um, but, uh, But no, it did not appear to me to be ADR. Okay. Normally you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um and in this case I, I could not tell that. But I will say part of the reason that it's not noticeable is because he structured the movie around her. Sure. So that it kind of compensates because of its clinical nature, because it's so straightforward that her straightforwardness works. Okay.
0: Well would you say and, and in your opinion, I haven't seen this movie, but in your opinion, would you say that Steven Soderbergh could do another action picture that would be bit, like better than this, or at least as good as this, or no? Because I wonder because well, Steven Soderbergh is such a uh, non like action picture kind of guy.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, there are... it's very similar in kind of structure and tone to The Limey. You know, mm-hmm. a, a, another thriller. Right. Quote. You know, maybe action kind of thing sure. for him. This is more more action than the Limey. but but there are definite. You know, like I see that parallel stylistically. Right. Um. But uh. But yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't know. Well, I so mean, I, I'm sure he could, but but to me, given his current style, what he's been doing, uh, this is is you know kind of his action picture. I don't know. Okay,
0: fair enough. I mean I'm just wondering You because...
1: know, he's he's been more inventive in the past, let's just say it like that. But, sure.
0: but but these two
1: movies, Contagion and Haywire, very similar. Yeah. Stylistically and structurally.
0: Fair enough. I just I mean, I'm wondering because I think Steven Soderbergh is a very, very, very good director. Mm. Uh and I think that it almost seems like uh he needs to find something that's sort of his again, yeah. almost. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I don't really see this as his or... Contagion almost seemed a little more like his than Yeah, Haywire.
1: Well, to me, it's like the guy... Both of these movies, and and frankly, uh, several, several of the pictures that, you know, I mean, these... It fits into what he's doing the past, say, ten years, which is these big, um, you know lots of stars thrown at sure. you kind of you know big uh, big or small stories um in this case small uh but uh but you know and and from reading uh interviews with the guy it seems like kind of kind of what he likes he's like you know hey you know you if you want these guys you just got to make a movie like this because you just got to call them up and say hey I need you in Barcelona next week. And it'll just be for one week. Right. Almost anybody will say yes to, sure. to one week.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, I totally get that. <laughs> but I mean, shit. If I was a movie star, I'd be like, "Hey, uh, Italy for a week? Hell yeah, let's do it." Exactly. So okay. So, Haywire uh, sounds like my, a my recommendation,
1: recommendation. But uh, you know, after listening to Fifty Six of these podcasts. You probably know whether my recommendation means much to you. Oh, come on. <laughs> well,
0: people! I think people listen to you a little bit more than they listen to me because I'm just like, there's boobs in it.
1: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so that was my Channing Tatum movie. And for me, thankfully Channing Tatum wasn't in it much. Now, I, I will say, uh, uh, you know, staying on the vein of, of Steven Soderbergh, that I'm trying to figure out whether I want to see Magic Mike or not because uh, of its subject matter and stars. Well, and I'm like, do I want to or do I not? It's like, well, yeah, I know what you mean.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? And and this is sort of off, a little bit off the subject or whatever, but I will say this, and this is me being spiteful, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. Which I have been known to do in the past. Of course. I am so glad that... Um, The uh, Tom Cruise uh, musical Rock of Ages Ages, fucking ate it this week. (laughs) It came in behind Madagascar. Good for you, Madagascar. Fuck that movie. I fucking I will never watch that movie. I hate that movie. How
1: how can you hate it if you'll never watch it?
0: Because it's fucking retarded. Okay. I hate that movie, and I am glad that it fucking came in it on its opening weekend, it came in fourth yes. behind movies that have been out already, and I am so glad because fuck that movie. okay, sorry, that like I said i I you know, I said at the beginning that was me being spiteful. okay, so fuck that movie, and I'm glad that it ate shit, okay. <laughs>
1: Well, moving on. Uh, yes. Um,
0: Let's go on to more positive tunes. I
1: have a movie that I say everybody should see.
0: Let's hear it.
1: And you'll never have heard of it before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is one of those gems that shows up on direct-to-video that you're like, wow. Yeah. That was good.
0: We'll see. I I can't
1: believe it's direct to video because it was so good.
0: Well, the thing is, though, is it's it's too bad that there are a lot of movies like that because I've seen a lot of movies like that Mm -hmm. where you go, "How did this not go like everywhere?" You know. Yep. Uh, So it's called Triangle,
1: and it stars Melissa George. Um,
0: Melissa George. Yes. Okay, I don't know her personally.
1: Um, yeah, well, you know, she's a starlet. One of those blondes that that Hollywood produces in vast numbers. Um, I think she came from television, if I remember correctly. But she's the only person of any note in the picture. Okay. Um, and, uh, so essentially the story, and unfortunately I can't give too much of it away because to give too much of it away would give too much of it away. (laughs) Right. I mean, because the the storyline is... Simple, compact, yet very, um, well, what delicate, is you know, like if you, you, you can't talk about one piece because it would, it would tell you about six other pieces.
0: Okay. Well, what is generally without giving it too much away, what is the story?
1: So, uh, Melissa George has these friends. She's a waitress. She's a single mother of a, di- of a disabled child. Okay. Um, he's got, you know, whatever. Some, <laughs> uh, Great some with Gallo the brain syndrome no uh the anyway okay uh, he's disabled, disabled. <laughs> <laughs> and she meets this guy at the, at her diner um and uh he invites her to go sailing with him and his friend okay um and so they go out sailing uh and uh, a storm rolls up and blows over the ship and and they're left you know just in the middle of the ocean on the, on the all of the ship, okay, and uh, a um, ocean liner pulls up alongside, you know, and they leap from one to the other, and uh, on the gangway that's left out for them, and they and they enter the ship, and that's pretty much where I have to stop.
0: Oh, huh. okay. <laughs> now is this like a, a drama horror movie? Because uh, I'm sort of getting vibes of both, kind of here. Yes, ghost ship kind of thing, almost. I don't know. Okay. I'll just say yes uh, to you. I'll just say yes to your question. It is
1: a drama and a horror and a thriller. Oh,
0: okay, cool. Well, you know what? You've intrigued me, Phil. (laughs) I actually may uh, have to check this out because it sounds like if you cannot say any more than that, then obviously uh, it's a sort of... Uh, involved movie and whatever. it is very involved. Yeah, don't don't try and be on your
1: iPad while watching this movie. You'll right. miss something. Okay, cool. Because it is a it is a giant puzzle. Also, awesome. you know, with lots of and and you get to certain scenes, you're like, "Holy fuck,
0: really? Whoa!" You know, like yeah. It, no, you know what though? Those kind of movies are the best because you are actually like and like I said before. You're involved in it right. like you really are like whoa really like that's what's going on oh mm-hmm. my god you know whatever that to me is like a movie if it if it kind of pulls you in and and you go whoa you know that that's a movie that i want to watch mm-hmm. you know so okay people triangle watch it
1: exactly
0: <laughs> And uh,
1: you tell me uh, you know write write us little emails tell me if you can spot the one glaring pothole plot hole in the picture
0: Okay. I was like... That's your assignment, people. There was one piece where I was like,
1: whoa, what was that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, there's... You know what's funny, though, is it's like, you know, people uh, may work on, like, say, a script or whatever for, like, years on end or uh-huh. whatever. And unfortunately, there's usually one point where you go, wait a second, hold on. That- <laughs> well,
1: it, it, it comes from a piece where, you know, there's, there's certain things that, that happen... Where you have to include certain characters, Uh and um, you're like, Wait wait,
0: wait. (laughs) Wait a second, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) yeah. And and we're gonna call this the ambiguous cast right now because, but no, honestly, those kind of movies where you actually really get into it and you think about it and you go, Wait a minute, hold on, even if there is a plot hole, yeah, at least you're thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like, at least you're, uh, you know, involved in it. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I, I can
1: uh, highly recommend this picture.
0: Triangle. Watch awesome. it. Awesome. I think it was on
1: Showtime or something. I don't know.
0: Well, it's probably on VOD. No, we'll see. I'll go home and uh, check Yeah, you'll my, uh,
1: illegally download it, sir. Excuse me?
0: I don't do that kind of thing. Oh. Sure. Wow. Okay, so I've just been called out for watching movies, which is the point of this podcast. Um, I don't watch movies illegally.
1: If you I don't really, watch movies
0: illegally. I'm really, not like snorting coke off a hooker's ass when I'm really watching movies. you really like
1: movies, you wouldn't do that.
0: Phil, I really like movies, and I really like snorting coke off a hooker's ass. What am I supposed to do? I do it all at the same time. I'm a multitasker.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Okay. So, wow. Okay. Um, that actually might be edited out. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I have to get to this, <laughs> this movie because I've never seen it but you watched it uh. and I remember the uh, video cover box uh, very clearly. Yeah. It is a movie starring Mr. Burt Reynolds. Burt
1: Reynolds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With a giant Hat. No, not really. But it's called Stick. Stick. Let's do it. Stick.
1: Okay, this uh, I'll I'll start off with this is directed by Burt Reynolds as well as that. Is it really? Yes. (laughs) Oh, nice. And it's based on an Elmore Leonard novel set in South Florida. Burt Reynolds is of indeterminate race. I'll just start off there. (laughs) Like, who knows if he's Hispanic or white, I don't know. Okay, Um, but uh, but so he plays this guy who just got out of jail, and oh, uh, of
0: course. Well, all Elmore Leonard novels start with that,
1: exactly. And um, so he finds this friend who's who's doing this deal, you know, this drop off man, and and his friend gets killed, and Stick escapes. Stick
0: is that is that's his name name is Stick. His name
1: is Stickley, and people call him Stick anyway.
0: You don't Um, want to know what people call me.
1: um,
0: Oh. Um cone? Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That was not cool at all. Did I guess it? Am I too rough and whatever? Okay. uh, Oh, Jesus. All right. So, stick. Stick.
1: Continue. So, um, and, uh, you know, lots of South Florida mob drug stuff ensues. Um now the movie has one of the weirdest casts I've ever seen <laughs> cuz it's Burt Reynolds, Candy Bergen, Charles Durning and um who's the last one uh George Siegel. And that, uh, yeah
0: that's like the, the 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 old Jewish guard coming to <laughs> coming to play.
1: But um and you know, I get it, having seen Elmore Len- other El- Elmore Leonard movies and what have you. That there's probably a lot of characters in this book. Oh, in sure, this movie. yeah. And and it's trouble to kind of squeeze them in. Sure. But I'll tell you, Charles Durning really gets the short end of the stick. <laughs> because, <laughs> the stick, get it? Uh, oh, I, I
0: didn't mean. Video, <laughs> I know what you
1: meant. Um, but like, he's got these like eyebrows that go halfway up his fucking forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always in like bright Hawaiian t-shirts, and uh, he, you know he's supposed to be this crazy guy, crazy drug dealer. Eh. Charles Durning, Chuck, really? Like Chucky or Char? I can't remember. Anyway, um, but yeah, and uh, George Siegel is like this this billionaire right. who loves hanging around with cons, so he hires Stick to be his limousine driver. Okay. And Candy Bergen is George Siegel's accountant, and. <laughs> This is Candy Bergen, like, old Candy Bergen, where all she would do in any movie is just kind of half-smile the entire time. You know,
0: this is funny, because this this actually is very reminiscent of um, uh, the uh, George Clooney, uh, Jennifer Lopez movie. So far, it's like, it, it's bringing up a lot of sort of parallels.
1: Well, that also is based on an Elmore Leonard novel. Sure. So, okay, go ahead. But, um... You know, I mean it it's it's a little long in the tooth and uh, and mostly a little ridiculous. But hey Bert's buying into it. Bert,
0: I will give you a fucking pass on whatever. I don't know. I, know, I love Bert Reynolds.
1: Um, but uh, no, this this was not a great Burt Reynolds movie. <laughs> okay <I should> <laughs> And the final scene of the movie, annoyingly to me is underneath the credits.
0: Oh, that's horrible. The the romantic
1: ending of the
0: picture is like, there goes Burt
1: Reynolds, name. And you're like, Oh, like, okay.
0: (laughs) You know what? That is so annoying. I hate that when it's like, okay, a lot of movies now they'll like do like the gag reel. Right. uh, But they'll separate it. They won't be under the credits and it's like, okay, fine. I'll focus on one or the other. But, being under the credits, oh, that's so annoying because it's like, <laughs> no. I actually do look at the credits. Uh-huh. I mean, most people probably don't, but I, I actually do. And, and uh, yeah, anyway, I don't I mean, know, whatever.
1: I, I mean, it's... It's not quite so bad, it's good. I'll just say that. It, it's just It's not Seagal
0: it's, worthy. No, no.
1: It, it's just pretty bad. I mean, if you <laughs> have a real hard-on for 80s Burt, well, this is... <laughs> and who this doesn't, is, right? This is, is going to be, you know, your favorite thing ever. But uh, it wasn't mine. Let's just say that. Well, you know... Occasionally, what? it did make me laugh, but... Uh, is this
0: supposed to be a comedy a or a thriller? thriller? or what?
1: It's a thriller. Okay. It's like a thriller.
0: Oh well, Charles Derning, I mean, really, you know, how could you not be serious oh, right.
1: there, there it's it's funny though, because yeah, there's uh, George seagull and Charles Charles Derning always excuse me, like jerk you out of the serious nature of the movie by being just totally ridiculous <laughs> 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 It reminded me more of like a Carl Hyacin novel than a Elmore Leonard novel, but yeah, yeah.
0: And you know what, if you actually get that reference, which I did too, I did, if you actually get that reference, good for you, because you actually read, (laughs) (laughs) which is a good thing in the, I mean, honestly... You know, whatever. Anyway, uh,
1: no, I I can't recommend Stick, (laughs) not not on any level, except if you just want to say you watched a movie called
0: Stick with Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds,
1: you know Andy Bergen.
0: I actually saw at the gas station the other. This is a digression, but I saw um, somebody at the gas station the other day who had the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. He painted it exactly like (laughs) Smokey and the bandit and i was like that's awesome i didn't say oh you're cheesy or whatever i was like that's cool and i was like wow i'm really old like (laughs) i I actually got that i I have a
1: confession i've never seen any of them
0: you don't need to see any of them except for the first one the first one's good but like eight right yeah (laughs) no maybe not eight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's no, not there's, Friday there's, the 13th there's three of them I think there, I, yeah, yeah.
1: I've, I've never seen a minute
0: oh Smokey the first Smokey in the Bandit is actually fairly funny I don't but, know
1: Sally Field is the sex
0: yeah thing. no see that didn't work okay. that was that was the big thing that I never got is like People think Sally Field is sexy. Nah, not so much. <laughs> I don't think Sally Field is sexy. Sally Field reminds me of like my third grade teacher. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh uh, well, not all for teacher. her. My not... third grade teacher was a bitch, but anyway. <laughs> well, my That's... third grade teacher was called Mrs. Rock. If that
1: mine mine was named Mrs. Pontiego. Wow.
0: And we had a Pontiego
1: we had a tough time coming up with a nickname for that bitch. And then end up with <laughs> Mrs. Ego Waffle, which is really bad. That's
0: horrible, Isn't Phil. Isn't That's, That's bad. That's all we could get. <laughs> no, my third grade teacher was Mrs. Rock. And she was really nice, but she was this little miniature, uh like literally like she was like maybe four foot 10 uh-huh. And she was uh this little Hispanic lady that like, And the funny thing was, is that like everybody was like, eh, whatever. You're just this little tiny person. She what? would kick your ass. Okay, uh, Nixon decided somebody's at the door. Exactly. Something. But, no. Anyway, why do we talk about third grade? Third grade uh, I, don't, teachers? I don't I don't know. But, anyway. Because you said Sally Field reminded you of a no, great teacher. Sally Field is not a sex animal, ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could, like, uh, release a sex tape back when she was... In Smokey and the Bandit, and I still wouldn't find her since. There you go, Sally Field. No, thank you. <laughs> Save it, will you? Please.
1: Well, I, I do want to take a glancing blow at the darkest hour.
0: Go Sorry, ahead and, Mr. Uh, Emil Hirsch.
1: Yeah, you know Emil Hirsch, uh, hit or miss, in my opinion. Well, this is definitely a miss. Okay. You know, for a guy who's clearly so high on himself, like, he does a really shitty wooden job in this movie. Um, like, wow. Like, sometimes you're just staring at this movie going, holy fuck. Who thought this was a good
0: idea? Sort of like Buffalo.
1: I, here's my idea for this movie, and I have no idea whether it's true or not, but this is how I imagine this movie got started. <laughs> okay. This is, you know, a couple guys in Moscow sitting around, and they watch District 13, and they say, fucking gay man, why the South Africans got to have this alien movie? District 9? District 9, that's right. Okay. The South Africans got to have this alien movie. Let's make an alien movie in Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of alien? Oh, fuck knows. I
0: do They'll
1: be invisible, you know? They'll fucking kill everybody. <laughs>
0: It must go. alien eats you. Yeah. Wait. No.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but anyway, that's my idea. Like oh, we have, we have
0: city. Let's make like alien attack. We don't have to show alien because it invisible. Exactly. Oh man. Cheaper. Cheaper. No special effect. <laughs> No tea on the fact. I know, yeah.
1: Um, but anyway, that was so, intentional. And you know, they got a Hirsch and uh, you know what, a, some other nameless kids, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, proceed to kill a few of them. <laughs> good. And uh, it looks cheap. It's <laughs> poorly <laughs> written and uh, ridiculous in every sense of the word. Let's. I'll. will just stick with that. One.
0: Okay. Good. Well, you know what? <laughs> uh, was okay. Now let me ask you this. Was it um, uh, was it ridiculous in the sense of like fun ridiculous or just bad? Oh, just bad. no, no, no fun there. I mean, I
1: mean that some of it you're like, oh, really? <laughs> but I mean, you know, like. The, the Russians, they they show up with their little guns and stuff and they're like, We can only wound the alien <laughs> And you know, there's this inspiring like quote unquote inspiring speech by Emil Hirsch where he's like, You've gotta protect us as we get out of the city. Somebody's gotta survive. Oh
0: my god. And they're
1: like, this okay. sounds just you know, like awesome. all after they've been arguing like we can't go there. It's you know, there's too many of them, we can't get through. And he, he gives this stupid speech. Okay, you know I mean yeah, that sounds awful. It's really bad.
0: God, this sounds just terrible. And you I, didn't even like give like a summary of the plot or anything. But this sounds awful.
1: I did give a summary of the plot. Oh, aliens it's attack
0: Moscow. <laughs> oh man! Aliens
1: attack Moscow. In Moscow, aliens you're, you're, attack you.
0: I am you driving that, that joke into the ground, Phil.
1: Uh, and stomping on it. Um, I know, right? Uh yes, yes, that's about it. Aliens Emil Hirsch. Moscow. You've got
0: some scenes in Red Square. Oh my god, nobody's ever seen that before. That, nobody's seen aliens in Red Square. Oh. You know what's funny though is it like I think that Emil Hirsch like he he was sort of like the he was supposed to be like the next kind of big not big thing, but like he was up and coming for a while and then Nothing. Because he was in uh, Girl Next Door, which was good. Yeah. But then after that, uh, where'd he go? What do you mean? Moscow. He's
1: been, <laughs> he's been doing lots of indie pictures. He was in Milk. He was in uh, Into the Wild. He, he almost got you a know, Moscow nominated for, for that picture.
0: Almost. So, huh.
1: Um, but yeah, I, you know, he's around. Jesus yeah, Christ. but, but I, like, I, I kind of wondered like, why the hell... Would this guy, who I think of as like a total prick who loves himself, be doing this movie? <laughs> Why do you think he him just, that way? I don't know. He just comes off that way. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't you think he just comes off as a total like preening, you know, asshole who thinks he's like the best thing since Brando? Don't you get that from him?
0: I haven't paid that much attention, but if I did, I'd... Probably would anyway because me and my your perceptions my, are fairly similar. I mean,
1: <laughs> my, my my only feeling is that he's like, there's some cheap hookers in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> That's That's kind was, of that was
1: like the only justification <laughs> that I can give. him. That was, that was the one, Phil. I,
0: you know what? That was the one, Phil. Like, I I try to crack you up every episode, <laughs> but you got me on that one. That <laughs> was good. That's
1: <laughs> American dollar! Hey, I have two American dollars. Levi's jeans? Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> it's like 1991. Oh, oh, I know, man. It's like Mafia. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you
0: killed me. <laughs> that's awful.
1: Okay, but, but anyway, that's Emile my
0: uh, I hope you have a lot of uh, Levi's jeans. I know he's
1: listening to this, going God damn,
0: it. God, these guys are killing me here.
1: Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that was my glancing blow at the darkest tower. Now I do want to uh, know. We'll we'll have a great closer in Tucker and Dale.
0: Tucker and Dale is evil. This is honestly, and I will say this right off the top, um, and we'll get into it like the movie itself or whatever. But if you have not seen this movie, Fucking watch this movie. Yes, this movie is fucking great. I love this movie. Correct, sir. This I... may be the best movie I've seen in probably two months. Ooh, high praise. Two months. Oh, I'm man. serious. This movie is fucking what was awesome. The,
1: what was the best one before that?
0: Well, it may have been like around the same time, Avengers. And I know you're gonna make fun of me for that, but Avengers was fucking awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh,
1: moving on, um, Tucker Tucker and Dale Dale versus evil. Yes. So this is an example of a funny fucking comedy. I'll just say that.
0: Oh my God. This fucking movie is awesome. I am on board with this movie. Give us the lowdown on Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale versus evil is a parody of a horror movie where, you know, the standard horror movie, uh, College kids go to the woods, and they, uh, you know, get killed off by the evil rednecks or whatever. Right. And, um, but... (laughs) This is that movie told from the
1: perspective of the hapless rednecks.
0: But, see, the thing is, though, (laughs) is that the rednecks are not killing them. Right. The kids are, like, completely flipped out thinking that that's what's going to happen. But... The rednecks are actually these really nice guys, (laughs) and they, like, are just trying to help these kids, and these kids are killing themselves, basically. yes. And, um, oh my god, this is, like, the best movie. I love this movie. And, um, so, like, these guys are trying to help these, these, uh, college kids that get stuck out in the woods, whether, whatever it is. I think their car breaks down, or whatever.
1: No, I don't think so. Well, they run out of gas or something. Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, but anyway, they get stuck out in the the backwoods of like wherever it is, West Virginia or something. Which West Virginia is a fallback joke, but okay. Yeah. Um, these two guys, uh, going to their new vacation the home. vacation home, which is the best thing because it's just this this shack out in the woods, and they call it their vacation home. Uh huh. And they just bought it, and they're really proud of it, and whatever. And uh, they, uh, they, <laughs> these kids come out, and they automatically assume that these two redneck guys are going to kill them or whatever. They right. freak out. And, uh-huh. uh, need to go on a rampage. <laughs> yeah, and the one, the one guy like kills himself by running into the spoiler alert. Kills himself by running too far into the woods and whatever. This movie was so funny. I swear to God. Me and, me and Phil were watching this movie on uh, BOD, and I could not stop laughing. This was the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, Phil, your impression?
1: I totally agree. I mean, it's totally inventive. It's totally funny. It takes all of the stereotypes of slasher horror... And turns them on their head.
0: Right, in yeah. In hilarious you know, fashion. Oh my God, it is so funny.
1: And, and, you know, the the performances really hold it up. Maybe it's what you mean with, with 21 Jump Street, but, you know, Alan Tudyk is perfect.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: mean, well...
0: Yeah. And the thing that's so funny about this movie is that it totally gets... All the stereotypes and all the cliches and everything It just kind
1: of flips them a bit.
0: Yeah. And when they're sitting there playing a board game in the fucking cabin and she's like, oh, this is so fun. I mean, oh my God, that is so funny. (laughs) It does lose a little bit of steam at the end just because I think that you can't really sustain that type of uh, joke all the way through. I do not agree. I thought it lost a little bit of steam at the end, but at the same time, it was funny enough as it was to not. I mean, it was all the way through, I completely enjoyed it. I mean, honestly, that is one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. Yes. And I. And it's, uh, you know,
1: it's, I've gotten. I've recommended it to several friends, and they've all come back. Uh, despite protesting, like, saying, I don't watch horror movies. And I looked it up and it looks like a horror movie. I'm like, let's fucking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, it was so funny the next yeah. time. Yeah. No, I know. Go me and t- watch this movie.
0: This, you have got to, if, I, if this is my mission for this episode. You have got to watch this movie. This is so fucking funny. Um, and the, everybody, it seemed to me that everybody got it. Like, everybody in the movie, mm-hmm. all the actors, yeah, they they got it you know they they went well this is uh, you know semi ridiculous or whatever it was but they got the tone of the movie you know even the guy that was supposed to be sort of the like looney, looney tune at the end or whatever right you know that it, this movie is for what it was this was like a perfect like movie for what it was supposed to be
1: which is a spoof. I mean, that's sure. It
0: yeah, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> I just, I remember just sitting on the couch, sitting here watching it, going, this movie is like what movies of this type should be.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I get it.
0: So, basically, I guess the message is if you haven't seen this movie, watch this movie. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. If
1: you're in the if you're at the, you know, video store or since they don't really exist anymore or not, and you're looking at Cabin in the Woods or Tucker and Dale versus Evil, pick Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes,
0: Devil. because you will have a much better time. Okay. Yes. So, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, fucking a watch it. Do not hesitate. It is fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, Now that we're uh, done (laughs) uh, pumping that movie, is there anything else that we need to... uh...
1: I, I think that's about closing time, sir.
0: Okay, closing time. Get your, Don't uh,
1: start singing the damn song. Oh,
0: come on. I was just about to.
1: <laughs> I know where your mind goes. I know.
0: Semi-sonic. Do we have anything we need to tell our
1: patrons? Yeah. Well,
0: you can contact us at uh, canyoufbi at gmail.com. All and right. please do. Because we are actually, at this point, at least I am, I'm thinking that maybe at some point we need to have a guest that will come in and... Uh, you know separate our opinions a little bit maybe yeah. so if uh if you would like we'll just to gang up on me <laughs> right exactly either, either is acceptable to exactly me. so like if you have a, uh, an opinion about uh you know i talk about boobs too much which i actually haven't been doing too much lately mm. but um go to can you gmail.com check out our facebook page uh I think that's about it. I, I I sort of went crazy there with the uh, social media mm. for a while, but I, I sort of backed off on it. Well, you're busy, now. Yeah, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, contact mm. us that way. Uh, Phil, do you have anything else you want to plug or, <laughs> no, or sir. no? No. Sir. Okay. Well, Phil doesn't have anything. Okay. So, KennyFBI@gmail.com. Uh, Facebook page. Uh, please. Actually subscribe through uh, iTunes, iTunes. because that helps us out, our ranking and all that stuff. So, uh, I guess that's it. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. All right, we'll take us out, Phil.
1: Kill my bloody hell, can you fucking believe it?